Welcome back to another episode of Televised Heroics, where we're talking about all the comic book TV shows you have come to love on TV right now. Isn't that right, Daniel? Yes, and a few that maybe, you know, aren't getting that much love. Uh, no, that's also true. I mean, there's only so much of the same thing you can take over and over, right? <laughs> yeah, this uh, week especially. Oh, this, yeah, no kidding. Um, okay, so... Uh, we talk uh, talk a little bit some about some uh, uh, some TV news. We have a Beast Boy for the Titans TV show. I know, I saw, it and actually, I'm quite happy with the uh, casting decision. Yeah. How about you, how about you? You you like this this Ryan Potter guy? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I've really seen. Well, you showed me this awesome video where he was doing the stunt work for uh, Tim Drake. It was his concept idea, and of course, he was a hero in Big Hero Six. Yeah, he was the he was oh he was the, yeah he was the voice for Hero in Big Hero Six, and uh, yeah I remember um, when was it Batman v Superman came out that right around that, that time yeah that's when he made that video that he because he really wanted to be Tim Drake saying Ben Affleck you know Batman needs a uh, needs a Robin and uh, it, look, it looks like he fell short for the Robin but came came out being beast boy at least yeah uh i mean he can do some choreography for that character or you know some of the fight scenes on his own and they'll look pretty awesome too he yeah. won't need much training it looks like yeah if you can you know if it's it's always better when you can uh do some of the fights and then the camera can zoom in on your face or you don't have to the stunt man doesn't have to hide the face because you know the actor's not doing the stunts so it, it it can only benefit us for a better TV show, right? Right. I exactly. Even though, you know, he'll probably be changing to animals, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't see him doing too much hand to hand combat, um, because he, Beast Boy changes into animals. Which I wonder. I really wonder how they're going to handle that with the, you know what their CG budget's going to be. I know. I just. I honestly. I know you brought it up last time. I really don't hope it's like Amaya where she kind of just inhabits, you know, the spirit and, you know, be, gets the strength from the animal that way. Ooh, That'll yeah. be a cop out. Yeah. That would be a real cop out. That'd be pretty bad. But you know, like I could see if they, if they get like the CG budget to do like him being a bird and then coming out of the bird into the human form, like he could do like a, a flip and then land kind of thing. So yeah, that could be pretty cool. It could just have to be a green bird. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the show The Gifted on Fox. Daniel? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you just thought, thought you were going to keep on going. <laughs> no, just, well, th that show uh, deals with the X-Men, and it's particularly in the X-Men universe. Uh, as of right now, they, they talk about how the X-Men are gone and the brother Brotherhood of Mutants is gone. So, uh, you know, those characters haven't shown up in the show yet. However, um, the, the actor who plays the father of our newly turned mutants that are on the run, uh, the character's name is Reed Strucker, which I find, always, I find real interesting that his name is Reed Strucker because one Reed as in Reed Richards, like, because of you know uh fox also owns um the fantastic four 
So mm-hmm. I wonder if they threw that in there just because because it's 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 a you know Family Guy who has yeah. two two kids who have superpowers kind of thing. Um, and then Strucker is sounds a lot like Striker, which is a important character in the X Men universe. Uh, we saw him what two three times in in uh, the X Men movies. Uh, one played by Brian Cox in X Men United. Uh, yeah. then, then played by Danny Houston in X-Men Origins Wolverine and then played by, uh, oh, I, I forget what the young guy's name in X-Men First Class and X-Men oh, Days, of, Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past, yeah, yeah. the same young guy. Yeah, I forget what his name is. Or maybe, was it just Days of Future Past? Or was it Days of Future Past and First Class? No, I think it's just Days of Future Past. Okay. So, yeah, three different actors played that character, uh... So I wonder if you know they were trying to bring bring up uh, images of that ca- that guy with the, this character. But anyways, that that character is played by oh, and I forget the actor's name, but the actor played Bill Compton in True True Blood, which Anna Paquin was also on, and the two of them are married in real life. And Anna oh. Paquin was Rogue in the X Men movies, so. I guess she's come out and just said that you know she probably won't make a cameo as Rogue in the the gifted show because it would just be too distracting from the actual show uh i guess they're not at the point where they want to do stunt casting at the moment so would her i mean character have a purpose in the show the way it's been you know so far uh it i mean not her rogue because her rogue in the movies you know is our is is kind of useless she's kind of whiny and useless <laughs> However, you know, the rogue in the comic books now, she's a real leader. So if they wanted to bring rogue into this, she could be the leader of the underground if she wanted. You know, the mutant underground that's getting mutants out of America so that they don't have to register and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, think, I think that would be a, a real a real good get. Uh, it could add to the story. But uh, as of right now, she doesn't see any future in her doing a cameo. I wonder if it's uh, they haven't offered her a cameo or she's just over the X-Men, you know, series as uh, a whole. You know, it could be a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, they haven't really done anything with her character. Like, even her character was, was cut out of Days of Future Past unless you get the Rogue Edition. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, her character was completely cut out. And... In the X Men Last Stand, I mean, she's kind. Of, she's the whole movie. She's just kind of being like, uh, uh, "I want to get the cure. I want to get the cure so that I don't have powers anymore." Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, yeah, that's all she was. You're right. She was just whiny, angsty teenager that didn't want to be a mutant anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, she does have the power where you know she doesn't get to touch anybody. So. Very dangerous power. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if there was a character to show up that's already been established in the movies in that show, is there a certain one you'd you'd like to see? I don't know. It's just um, since I guess since I haven't seen the show, I don't know where the timelines lined up really, so I wouldn't have the slightest clue, a slightest clue of you know who should be or who should show up and have a cameo. So I would say that more than likely. The show takes place after X Men: The Last Stand. Okay. Uh, if that timeline still exists, it it definitely 
before Logan, if those are all the same timeline or not. Uh, who really knows, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys had to reboot to, you know, rebuild the whole X-Men, you know, series. And the timeline's just as fucked up as it was before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I mean... I, I'd be... Uh, and Xavier would be cool. Charles Xavier? Yeah. Walking or on the, in the chair? No, I, at this point, you would definitely be in the chair. But, I mean, unless it's on the the mental plane then it could be he could be walking okay uh but i and guess that you have to decide on which one mcavoy or uh oh that's or right stewart <laughs> i mean you said at this point oh i i i would love to see stewart yeah yeah i mean i, I think that's kind of what how everybody feels but if they ever were to bring xavier in for legion I think I'd want McAvoy, even though he'd be around the same age as his son. That'd be kind of weird, <laughs> but you know, just just I think he'd fit better in with that cast. Yeah, and since we know it's in an earlier timeline, probably like around the sixties or seventies, we know that you know he'd be young at that point too. I don't know if it, if if it's supposed to be that. I think that's just the aesthetic. That's just the look that they like to go for. I don't know if it's actually the seventies. I just don't get it then. That show is something else. <laughs> that show is, yeah, that's just a, sh- a weird show. Cause don't they have cell phones in that show? Do they? I think, I want to say they do. I might have missed it then. Oh, that's a good question. All right. Well, maybe we'll have to wait for season two to find out. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to go back and look at that, look that up. <laughs> I'm not going to either. Uh, Let's see. Also, uh, for talking about Marvel. Now, this isn't necessarily a Marvel show, but on ABC, they are developing a comedy sitcom of a Middle Eastern American superhero family. Now, ABC obviously is owned by Disney, who also owns Marvel. So you automatically, I mean, I automatically go to, they must be a Marvel show. Now, if it's a Marvel show and you're talking about a Middle Eastern family, I would think Kamala would be the person that they would be going with, uh, the new Miss Marvel. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it, obviously it could be something else completely and something without attachments to Marvel. Right. Maybe they'll do uh, one of the sub companies of Marvel, which I, you know, it slips right now. I can't think of it. Yeah, or they could just be developing something brand new, something that's not adapted. Something original? Something original. Do you think in the superhero world, especially with the route that we're going in right now, do you think that maybe some of these series shows do need to be original? No. Uh, I want to see live-action versions of the comic books that I read. Okay. And as we know, they're not doing a good job, are they? No, I mean, I mean, there's this few times when you you see a good gem and something something cool, you know, shows up. But most of the time, there's there's always there's a lot of weak spots. And and I think if they were to make original stuff instead of adapted things, like all I would be sitting there watching it, I I'd be sitting there watching, it, and all I'd be thinking is. Oh, they're basically just ripping off this. So, like, <laughs> if you ever watched, um, what was the, oh, there was the, 
the there was the other family superhero show that they had on ABC with um fucking Michael Chiklis on it. Uh, it just kind of reminded me of like Fantastic Four, anyways. So okay. And so with that that movie Zoom with Tim Allen, like I was like, oh, they just made another Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> so okay. Uh yeah, that I mean I feel that oh that always seems to happen. Well so, then never mind, I retract my statement. <laughs> uh and uh last story I have is Felicity's mom will be making a return to uh Arrow here coming soon. And I don't get it why, because in this specific episode they just talked about her going back to Vegas. Yeah, I mean Plus, she she obviously doesn't have a relationship with. Uh, why can't I think of his the, name now? Detective Lance. Detective Lance. Well, Deputy Mayor Lance. Yeah. Uh, with Quentin, right? No. Yeah, Quentin Lance. Quentin. Okay, Quentin Lance. Um. So, I, I, I guess just to come back to see Felicity, I, I maybe something's gonna happen with Felicity. Maybe it's gonna be. Maybe it'll be. Uh, Maybe they will get married. Maybe uh, Felicity and Oliver will get married in the crossover and her mom will come visit and be like, oh my goodness, you guys got married and you didn't invite me? And she'd be like, oh, well, we were in another dimension, so... So technically it didn't happen here. <laughs> so the license isn't legal. <laughs> loophole. There you go, loophole. And then we can have Dinah and Nolly. Well, you know, maybe they will get married and finally uh, they'll kill Felicity. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that would just be the the thing that will send Oliver into a a craze phase. He'll probably just go like, okay, I'm never looking for a relationship ever again. And that's when you get into another relationship. Yep. (laughs) Uh, But with all that, there wasn't too much in in the way of news for our shows this, this past week. So I don't have anything else. And I didn't have anything really. Um, most of the news that I've been posting about is, you know, stuff that we don't really talk about on this show. So yeah, me too. Okay. So, uh, let's go ahead and jump into our, our shows. Then we want to talk about first Gotham. We can go go ahead and start with Gotham. So Gotham I think the the biggest surprise, especially for me, since we talked about this a lot last season, I'm guessing her show must have got canceled. Um, but Marina Backrin was back, and they showed her as a bartender. Well, no, not a bartender, bar patron at a real rough bar where she's kind of like a gang doctor. Yep, because she was pouring alcohol over that guy's busted eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. Leslie Tompkins is is going all. I mean, she's kind of looking like uh, her character from Deadpool, which I can't remember the name of right now. Vanessa. Vanessa, yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw too. And she had my really, you know, I don't know. Think she'll get tattoos? <laughs> I bet she'll have one in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gordon's like, "What happened?" She'd be like, "You <laughs> happened, Gordon. You ruined my life." God. <laughs> but that wasn't the biggest thing that happened in the episode. An episode where we saw Butch come back as Cyrus Gold as Solomon Grundy. What'd you, how did you think of that? I thought that was great. 
That was awesome seeing uh, Grundy in the show, but I don't know. How do you feel about the spot? I mean, him being painted gray and the white and the white hair. I mean, the the paint looks real cheesy, but it it works for me. It works enough. Uh, I mean, he looks the part. He's got the he's got the white hair, the white skin, the beat up jacket and pants. Yep. Uh, and uh, he grew his arm back, and he, which made me really happy. He grew his arm back, and the hole in his head is gone. So, yeah, there you go. There's that. Uh, I liked um, like Enigma's uh, like, what are you doing here? How do you grow your arm back? Oh my goodness! <laughs> and he's like, you know, Grundy. <laughs> uh, I mean, when <laughs> when Grundy f- figures out that Enigma is is kind of messing with him, or you know, not being truthful, is that going to be bad for Enigma? Definitely. How long do you think they're they're gonna keep this up? I get about two, maybe three more episodes. And then what? He goes back to being Butch, or that he just dies off completely? Um, I think the Penguin is going to be like, oh, by the way, I know who that is, and I know who that is. Just so you know, he treated you really badly, and it's uh, Grundy's just gonna go on the rampage. But I don't think they're gonna kill him off. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, and then, I mean, the most of the episode is about. Bruce dealing with Raish and uh, he thinks that he's going to be able to kill him and he goes yep. after him with a knife and then in the minute of rage, he actually does kill him. He's I know. I, I mean, wow. Way to throw a wrench in the story there, guys. But he kills Raish al Ghul. And everybody's like, oh, you know, we're going to turn the other way. It didn't really happen. It's okay. I don't know what happened. Self-defense. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, I mean, it's pretty weird that there's a corpse there. I mean, not just a corpse, but a decayed corpse. I mean, he became dust pretty quick, so it's not like there's anything they could really do. Yeah, but and I'm even just, Alfred... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I'm just saying that, you know, I mean, there's a lot of history with Rachel Ghoul in the comic books, and he's already gone. He's been in here for, what, three episodes? Yeah. Season finale and the season premiere, and basically ever since the season premiere, he's been in every episode. So, a handful, like five, basically. So, I mean, yeah. do you think he's really gone? Uh, What if that was just one of his quote-unquote tests? Like, but how how would you fake that? Magic. Magic, okay, fair enough. Or what if uh, one of the ninjas you know, collects dust and then throws it in the Lazarus pit. I mean, I guess that's a possibility because they keep making the Lazarus pits more and more powerful, but like that should be like way too far gone for that to work. Unless it's like in um, Son of the Bat where like he kind of like puts his consciousness into his son, even though Rachel Ghoul died, like Rachel Ghoul lives through his son inside. Do you, you remember that story? No. Oh. So when they is that a when they when they first introduced Damien in the comic books, even mm-hmm. they, they even had the animated movie, The Son of the Bat. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, all right. Well, get on that. I will. <laughs> Uh, was there anything else about, I cut you off. Were you going to say something about Rachel Ghoul and. Oh, I was going to say, what if, um, you know, since that happened, 
What if he's already instructed Talia, uh, Talia, whenever she's older, she has to hunt Bruce and make him the heir? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, it wouldn't make much sense, but, you know, they killed him off, which I was not expecting to happen. Yeah, I was not expecting that either. Was there anything else about this episode you wanted to talk about? Um, No, not really. The butch part was probably like, the best part. Yeah, I did say the same. So... Uh, all right, uh, let's go ahead and talk about Supergirl then. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we have to, right? <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Supergirl, this was the episode with, there was a lot of rain stuff. I mean, would she, obviously, I mean, we know that she's the baby. She's the other kid. Um, that got taken or, sh- or shuttled off from Krypton and she had powers to help her daughter. But then when she tried to go use the powers again on the crowbar, they didn't, work. they didn't work. Do you think it's because of like, she needs to be emotionally tied to it? Like Starfire kind of thing or Raven? I think so. Or more, man, like a moment of distress. Uh, maybe if uh, that cannonball would have fallen on her, you know, they would have been fine. Uh, it's uh, not, not a cannonball. It's a, or not kind of the wrecking ball. A wrecking ball. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe, it's, maybe something would happen. But, but obviously, Supergirl saved the day. So, one of the problems I always have with these TV shows, especially the ones with this, with the characters with superpowers, is that they don't use the wide array of their powers. She's going up against a person with like these mental powers that make make them go up against their fears, I guess. And instead of, instead of just using super speed and like smacking her before she even has the, the, the moment to think about using her mental powers or using, you know, laser or heat vision from far away or breath, you know, her, her super breath from a little bit of distance. She tries to punch her all the time and like it stops she gets stopped cold because the mental power works better. Yeah. And I mean, I thought that she would have learned because when she used her uh, freeze breath on her, it worked. Yeah. But I don't know why she's like, okay, cool. You know, I knocked her down. Time to go punch her. That was it. That's and And when we get to like, when we talk about flash, I had the same thing, you know, but it's just, I don't understand why, they make these people with power so dumb. I know. And uh, you, you know, you would think that for the, for how long the show has been going, that there had been another episode with um, Martian Manhunter when he's like, Hey, you know, like you're getting sloppy out on the battlefield. You know, we need some training with your powers or something like that. Yeah. Cause you could teach her to but, use her powers. But even at, th- at this point, I would doubt Kara would be like, yeah, teach me how to use my powers better. She'd be like, I know how to use my powers. I don't need you to teach me. <laughs> and she'd have a deep voice just like that because that's the way that she talks. <laughs> that's true because right now she doesn't care about anything. It's just about pathetic old her. Oh, my goodness. Pining away. Uh, what do you think about that? Like she, she thinks it's. Her, I mean, at first it was her in the in the ship, and then now, then her fear turned into the fact that she made Monel leave on the ship. I mean, was that really her? The oh, well, yeah, I guess it had to have been because she her, realized the fear, and it was her mom she saw at the beginning. So yeah, 
I mean, why? They're just doing it, obviously, to remind us that, you know, she's still scared and alone and she doesn't want to be alone right now because she pushed away the love of her life. So let me ask you this. When uh, Alex was talking to, to, the, to John and was going to ask him her favor, did you think that she was going to ask him to walk her down the aisle? No. Did what, you? What did you think? No, I did not either. I think it was going to be like, you know, help me with Kara or something like that. Because she's going through a rough time, you know? Oh, I thought she was going to like ask if uh, they could like give her dad like a one day reprieve, like allow him to come to the wedding without arresting him kind of thing. That would have been actually a really good idea too. Because he's still alive, right? Yeah, he ran away. Yeah, he ran away. Okay, so. Alex uh, let him go. Yeah, that's right. Alex let him go. So that's what I thought. I thought was gonna happen, but then she's like, "Well, you, you're kind of like my father. So I would you walk in?" Which was was sweet, but that kind of is gonna be a kibosh on it, I assume, because uh, he gets that message from Megan, and she's like, "You need to come to Mars right now." She she pulled the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger in Total Recall. Get your ass to Mars, you know. No. <laughs> so. Uh, He's she's gonna he has to he's gonna be taken off. I, I I'm assuming that's gonna be part of the issue. The next episode where she's gonna be he's gonna be like oh, she, or Alex is gonna be like I asked him to be walk me down the aisle. Now he's gone. He must really hate me. Well, I saw a little bit of the preview. I didn't see it all, but Supergirl goes with him. Oh, okay. Well, so they can't be gone that long. So they can't be gone that long. So I'm just hoping it's a really good two parter. This is supposed to be the episode where, or the next episode, is supposed to be the one where Carl Lumby comes in as uh, John's John's father, right? The one who did the voice of Martian Manhunter in the animated series. Oh, is it supposed to be that one already? I believe so. That would make sense, actually, since how the episode ended. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. I just feel that maybe they're going to, since we talked about the wedding, I think maybe it'll be called off because they're going to argue about kids or no kids. Oh, I mean, they did hint at that in the episode. The whole kids or no kids. Yep. And obviously, Alex had a problem with it. He's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Was there anything else about Supergirl you wanted to talk about? I didn't see anything that really wowed me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was funny that, uh, I, you know, I know the rain character has an actual name, but I can't think of it at the moment. She's, she's obviously uh Lena Luther's new assistant or what, you know, executive assistant. Um, yeah, she's going to be running the show at LexCore or Elcor. They don't call it yeah, LexCore. Right. Elcor. You're right. But, uh, what was the, Oh, Oh, I liked it about that. Her daughter was all like, you know what? I'll just put myself in danger, and then my mom will have to come save me. <laughs> Kids aren't that smart. <laughs> Kids are not smart, but that's the, the. I don't know if you remember the movie Unbreakable. They kind of did the same thing where the kid was like, "If I shoot you and you don't, you know, you'll you'll block or you you it won't hurt you, and you'll see that you have superpowers." And it's like, no, that's not the way <laughs> things work. Uh, hey, that was a really good movie. Okay, it, it was a good movie. I love that movie. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Yeah, the logic was flawed though. <laughs> well, I mean, the logic's supposed to be flawed at that point. Uh, so yeah, the Supergirl is more emo Supergirl at the moment. So 
it looked like it was picking up a little bit because like Lena kind of gave her the one two and being like, hey, you need to stop being a, you know, <laughs> a droop, a, a downer. Uh, I'm here and I kind of need your help. Like she's totally like neglecting Elcor so that she can run Catco, which is kind of weird. I know. And um, um, Jimmy was uh, having an issue with that too. Jimmy's getting a little butthurt about it, but it's so dumb is because Jimmy wants to just run the news department anyways. So just let him run news and she can run the rest of like the magazine. Like, we still we've gotten so far off course that like it's supposed to be Catco magazine and like you know little articles about whatever it's supposed to be like a Newsweek article and stuff and now they they run it like a newspaper and it's just like uh, I don't know about all this. Maybe Cat Grant will come back and be like Lena, I don't like you. <laughs> Maybe. Well, she. I mean, she can't. But she Lena bought the company, so I know. Uh, who knows? Who I knows? What what do you think is gonna happen with Edge since he got brought up again? Oh, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I wonder if he's gonna start uh, funding some type of experiments that create m new metas, or if uh, he'll end up building himself like a uh, armor or something. Oh, that would be pretty cool, actually, if he did an armor. Yeah, or maybe he'll find Lex's old armor and put that on. Which I would be okay with because they made it seem like he was going to be the villain. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, okay, you want to talk about Flash? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So Flash. I, <laughs> you have to understand, Iris, I am the Flash. No, Barry. We are the Flash. We are Groot. <laughs> oh, that was so cheesy. Oh man, what that was cheesy. But the biggest problem we can both agree on was the whole. You just left me. God, I did. I mean, the whole point is that either I leave you or we all die together. I mean, I guess that's another <laughs> thing that could have happened. But then the whole city would die too. Maybe even the planet. I, I'm guessing me leaving you is probably the better thing to do. And it wasn't even for that long. Six months. <laughs> yeah, I the whole six months thing. That's that was weird too. And well, they're obviously doing the six months since that's how long the break was. <laughs> well, no, the the break was only three months, but they they oh, they're really? making it six months. Yeah, because it's only the summertime. Oh shit! Never mind then. June, July, and August. You're right. I'm or not a smart man. Maybe June, July, August, and September since it came back in October. So it was actually four months, but they made it into six months. Uh, yeah. It seems like Kid Flash didn't get any better at his job, for one. Right. And But the whole time, I feel like they're not giving him... Okay, yeah, he got taken out pretty easily, but they're not giving him a chance to shine either. Well, it seems like he, he needs Iris to tell him what to do. Like, he he doesn't understand how to do things. Like, I guess, I guess they're trying to do, like, he's a little too impulsive. Okay. So, maybe that, and maybe that's playing up the whole being Kid Flash instead of just being the Flash. And that's why they've been calling him Kid Flash the whole season. Yeah. Uh, Vibe and Gypsy, that was cute. Yeah. And then we're going to see Danny Trejo soon. Yeah, we sure are. <laughs> uh, one, one, one day. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really funny. Um, what was it that 
what was it that Cisco had to work on? Whoa. Oh, uh, revert. Um, basically tracking the virus. Oh yeah, because we had Kilgore in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of lame. I think it, they, like it's it's essentially it was all for the suit. Yeah, like the suit has computers in it, and we want to show off the fact that it has computers in it. So we came up with a we have we found the bad guy that has that takes over computers. And we're gonna give him some Iron Man blasters. <sighs> How lame was that? I was all really. I was all the suits red. He's shooting lasers. I was like, come on, guys. Yeah, that I don't I don't know how I feel about the the souped up suit. I mean, Barry is super, I, Barry is super fast. He has super speed. You there's already a lot of things you can do with just super speed alone. Right, but I think even at the end of the episode they just voted on going with the old suit anyway. Good, cuz I hope there's I mean, I mean, a heads-up display is not a bad idea. Yeah, that's actually a really, really smart idea. But that's probably like the only thing that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Maybe the built-in defibrillator that, you know, wasn't a suit, that's also probably a really good idea too. <laughs> I don't know for the exact reason that what happened, like that might not be a good <laughs> idea. So he was like, oh, I'm just going to stop your heart then because you have a defibrillator. <laughs> uh. Yeah. All oh, right. So, oh, who was the the therapist? I know. Oh, well, you wouldn't know this, but there was this TV show, this old TV show, called Out of This World, uh, with this girl who had who was half alien, half human, and uh, she had su- she had superpowers that she could stop time, uh, because her dad because of her father and her mom, was the uh, well. The actress who played her mom played the therapist in the episode. I just wanted to get that out there. Oh, okay. So, um, I don't know if you noticed, but that condo that the guy was checking out in the beginning of the episode—it's mm-hmm. the same condo that they used for Arrow. I didn't notice that, so that's pretty awesome. I mean, obviously, now do you think that's because <laughs> they're trying to set up a story where the same developer that de- made the condo in Arrow? Uh, made the same condos in 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 Central City, or so Star City and Central City, or because the two studio they film in the same studio, like on the same lot, they just went over to the other studio and used that empty empty. Uh, they emptied out the the that set and then used the set. I think I think the studio just got cheap and they uh, used the same set. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, there's subtle differences, but it was the exact same floor plan. The windows that overlook, you know, the whole city. So it was basically the same. Mm, all right. Fair enough. Uh, no, I didn't catch that. <laughs> Man, and you pay attention to details, so I thought you were going to catch that. No, you know, I, I, uh, I don't know. I just, just didn't, it didn't make an impression on me, I guess. I guess not. And <sighs> so, uh, you know, since you talked about earlier, Supergirl, how she has an array of powers and can escape you know, or pretty much use her powers in a smarter way. Uh, if you were Barry, you have your array of powers. How would he have to, uh, tried to take down Kilgore? Well, I mean, you can literally move faster than people can think. And Kilgore's powers all depend on him being able to think. He should have been able to run around him. And, like, 
he has to like sense the technology in the suit before it happens but he he doesn't move like for whatever reason barry feels he needs the monologue and like talk and he could just <laughs> take the guy down yeah and while he didn't have any technology in his suit i, I mean could he really been knocked out for that long <laughs> that was they have super healing they have uh, fast healing like you saw that in the episode before when when uh, was it the episode before this episode when he uh wally got stabbed in the leg or it was last episode okay yeah something yeah something happened to his leg and and caitlin was like oh it's gonna be like at least 12 hours before you can you can move again or move at super speeds and that's that's basically they just accelerated healing okay so um so the whole episode we have iris moping because uh you know he was gone for six months so you know how everybody was like no don't do it don't shoot the lightning bolt <laughs> how reckless was that that was pretty reckless especially uh barry you just gotta trust me jesus christ yeah and she had no absolutely no basis for it either she just kind of it, it seemed like she just pulled it out of thin air <laughs> they should let the scientists yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's the thing that I was going to say was that uh, because what was it? Caitlin and, 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 and uh, Cisco both said, no, that's probably a bad idea to do that. And uh, then Iris is like, no, you should do it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, don't listen to the doctors, the people that you know <laughs> study these things. Just go ahead and, and do what do what your girlfriend says to prove that you love her, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, especially these people have kept me alive for the previous what two, three seasons now. Yeah, exactly. That was that was ridiculous. So but, I, I just want to say these the Supergirl and Flash the, the episodes just they they bored me to tears. Like both episodes were so bad. I I definitely have to agree. I mean, I like the little funny moments uh, that Flash had, but that's about the only redeemable thing this episode had. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so was there anything else about Flash you wanted to talk about? I no, I can't think of anything. I mean, uh, the, the thinker at the end, which, so not clear what's going to happen next. Yeah, I don't quite understand what, I mean, I don't know. I, it's not clear yet. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, he, I mean he, he refers to somebody else, like, doesn't he? Yeah. So, I don't know. Another what, Evil Wells? Maybe telling the thinker what to do or maybe possibly Thon. possibly Thon. uh yeah i don't know it, it, uh, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be something hopefully no yeah, hope it can't so. be Thon because they said that the, the villain's not gonna be a speedster this season oh that's right you're right so no Thon. No. all right all right so uh legends of tomorrow was actually not that bad. No, it wasn't. Um, they're mm-hmm. still trying to get their foothold, I guess, on on who they are and what they can do. But uh, we get to we get to dive back into Amaya, and apparently her powers are kind of going wonky. Yeah, she has, um, I guess, more like of a bloodthirst. Yeah, like <laughs> they. Uh, I mean. It doesn't explain what I said in the first episode where the fact that she was able to, 
like project out animals instead of become the animals or take on the attributes of the animals. But the animals instead almost killed the the people that uh, the Germans that attacked her village. Yeah, she said she hunted them down and yeah, so she had no control over she it. Just, yeah, she just ha- doesn't have a control, which you know makes me wonder if they're bringing in like the green and the red, which was a big part of you know the new 52 reboot in the in the comic books you know the green being the flora the willpower yeah oh yeah and then the the red being the fauna so like animal man and vixen were attacked were you know um connected to the red yeah no boy (laughs) and i mean that that might well, actually, I have a theory, and I told you this over over text that I have a theory of, of what might be happening this season in Legends of Tomorrow. Go ahead, I've been wanting to hear it. So, at the end of the episode, you see one of uh, Vixen's enemies being brought back to life. Yeah. By, by a, a hooded figure, right? Yes. Um, and it's it's Kuasa, who we talked about over the summer that was going to be showing up in the show. Now, uh, there was something else that, that popped up in the episode, too, that made me think of this. But then when that happened at the end of the episode, it made me, oh, I know what it was. Because the they let it slip. They said mm-hmm. the, the Time Lords let it slip. Or Time, not Time Lords, sorry. That's Doctor Who. Time Masters let it slip saying, uh, and, and Rip Hunter thinks that you guys will be able to take care of. Oh, never mind. And then... It was also uh, that agent lady, when she w- was talking to Sarah, she picks up that photo of Sarah and and uh, Laurel and says, this is your sister, Laurel, right? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. So they made a point to talk about that. And then at the end yeah. of the episode, there's a, a character being brought back to life. So mm-hmm. it makes me think that Laurel is part of whatever... Uh, this big baddie is going to be. And we know right now, really? Laurel, we know that Laurel is dead. So we're going to be having characters being brought back from the dead. What if we're getting Blackest Night, a version of Blackest Night in Legends of Tomorrow? That's my theory. Oh, dude, you gave me chills. I'm not going to lie. Right? So what if you have Black Hand bringing people back to from the, from the dead? And they probably won't use the lantern rings and stuff like that because they they can't or they won't or whatever, (laughs) but we'll get a whole bunch of dead heroes and villains coming around and having to fight the, the legends. And that's why that's their big bad is going to be at the end of the season or towards the end of the season. Damn, that just floats a hole in my, uh, my guess, but damn, that's actually pretty good. What was your guess? Um, you know, since we're having the crisis on, you know, Planet X or Universe X, Earth X, I'll say, or Earth X, I was going to say, what if, uh, you know, the big baddie that the legends are going to have to fight happens to be the Anti-Monitor? I mean, that would be pretty epic. I, I'm sure they want to send, they want to save Crisis on Infinite Earths for uh, a big crossover and not just for Legends of Tomorrow, but it could. It could definitely happen. All right. Damn, that, yeah, your theory is really, really good, though. <laughs> I just thought it was odd because she picks up that picture and she makes note of, like, you know, obviously the writers want us to know that they, she's talking about 
the dead sister for some reason. Like they'd put it in there for a reason, so it has to be something. Okay. And we're getting it. Oh yeah, we're getting it next month, huh? The week after Turkey Day. That's when the episode crossover is. Oh, but you wow. think this is going to be like the season season finale villain? I think the mid-season, you'll find out what's going on. And then, yeah, the, after the mid-season finale is when they'll be like, oh, this is what we have to deal with. We're, we're going to have to deal with this guy that's bringing people back from the dead, our loved ones from the dead, to fight us. So you think we're going to see a, a, um, a snart? Yes, I think we will. All right. Uh, and then maybe you might even get Snart back to life because, you know, after the end of Blackest Night, there was Brightest Day and some people stayed alive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was there anything else? In, I mean, it was a cool episode with the whole uh, circus and, and Billy Zane being there as P.T. Barnum. It was a good, um, a good uh, storyteller. I liked him. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good fun episode. So uh, I enjoyed it. I liked it. <laughs> Uh, I like that Rory is afraid of clowns. <laughs> oh, that was awesome! And I, I assume you caught the um, Titanic can't, Easter egg. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't, don't, I don't want to set aboard on the Titanic. Yeah, because Victor Garber in the movie Titanic played uh, the guy who designed the the ship. Yep. So yeah. that was a good little nod. Yeah, he said whoever built that thing was an idiot, and so. <laughs> And then also, you know, Billy Zane was in the Titanic movie, so, so there's that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, which I, I I find it odd, not odd, but I, I always thought I always thought that back in the day. Well, not back. I guess back when they made Superman Returns, that Billy Zane would have made a great Lex Luthor, and you know now he's probably he's he's obviously too old to play Lex Luthor since we have Jesse Eisenberg. Uh. And but that's Lex uh, Junior, though. It is, but I well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, you're you're absolutely right. That is Lex Luthor Junior. I think they which said, makes me a lot happier though. Yeah. Well, I still want Brian Cranston to come in as Lex Luthor in 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 the DCEU. We'll see if that happens. You don't think it'll be too much? Well, you haven't even seen Breaking Bad. You don't think it'll be too much like Heisenberg? I mean, I've seen enough of Breaking Bad, and no, I don't think so, because I think Brian Cranston's an actually amazing actor. I, I never said that he wasn't a good actor. I just thought Breaking Bad wasn't a great show. Okay. Well, I never said that you, you thought he was a bad actor, so <laughs> I was just asking. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, was there anything else about Legends of Tomorrow you wanted to talk about? Uh, not that I can... No, I think that's it. Oh, how dumb. Like, I was actually really... look. I was, like, hoping that they were going to keep a saber-toothed tiger on the ship as a as a kitten size. I thought that was, like, super cute. And then the fact that they didn't realize that 24 hours was going to be up and that he was going to change back, like, was, <laughs> was dumb. However, they they shot the, the saber-toothed tiger with the ray first, which made him big, right? And right, then, and then they shot him again with the with the ray to make him small. So after yep. the twenty four hours was up, he went from small to big. But shouldn't the first one have been twenty four hours have been up? So he should have went back to his regular size. I didn't think about it that way. 
That's exactly that's what the first thing I thought when when it went back to being huge. I was like, well, why is it huge? The fir- the the twenty four hours should have been up on the first shot. So, if anything, he should have just been normal size. Anyways, that's yeah. neither here nor there. Uh, Arrow, big big one. He, Arrow, there. Oliver is once again giving up the identity of Green Arrow because reasons <laughs> <laughs> multiple reasons uh, he wants to be a good dad he wants to be a good dad and the fact that he can't promise his son that he won't die because uh green people are always trying to ki- kill green arrow and fbi yeah the fbi obviously was on is on his case now because someone leaked a photo of him as the green arrow which turned it out to be a fake photo with with his head actually uh, photoshopped onto the body of the green arrow, which is weird. You, I, you, you gotta wonder if the person who released it or leaked it actually knows and just couldn't find a picture that shows him being the green arrow, which I can't believe because he takes off his stupid hood and mask all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the Tony fact- friend, <laughs> I'm a good man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, yeah. What'd you think of An- Anatoly? You know, just, you know, kind of going back to his bad ways and being a bad guy. It sucks, man. It really does. Cause I liked him as a, you know, good character all the times. So, like he was actually a really good resource um, on the Island. He was a really good mentor towards Ollie. Um, just sucks that, you know, that brotherhood has to, you know, be broken up. Yeah. That's yeah. But that's... maybe we'll finally get a KG beast in the show. That would be cool. Which I hope so, but then I, I don't know if Dolph Lundgren was supposed to be KG Beast when you know he was still alive and got all the machinery and shit in him. Uh, uh, I guess so. That's true too. Uh, what was it? I just I was just reading a book. I'm trying try to remember which book it was. A comic book where they were like, "Oh, we don't refer to him this, as KG Beast anymore because there is no KGB, so we just call him the Beast now." Huh. No, I haven't read that at all. I haven't even seen that article. I can't remember which book that was. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it it's, it it kind of sucks that, but it's it's another thing for him to be the bad guy, I guess. I mean, who is our our bad guy this season? Who is our villain right now? Richard Dragon. Yeah, that's who it's supposed to be, but we he hasn't showed up yet. Nope. So we don't we don't really don't have one yet, then do we? No, I think it's just floating around right now at the moment. Huh. Yeah, they're this is usually don't they usually do this where there's a throwaway villain for maybe the first four or five episodes and then they actually introduce a real villain? Well, usually we at least get the glimpses of the of the real villain first. Like we as the viewers do, but not the not the team. The team doesn't know about it. That's true. Maybe they're saving it? Maybe. Oh, especially with with Diggle now becoming the you know the Green Arrow, maybe that person does know who Ollie is. He runs into Diggle. It's like you're not the Green Arrow. Maybe. How do you feel about Diggle uh, taking up the mantle again and you know taking so, up the hood? The only thing that I could think about, the, like as soon as he put on the hood, I was like, oh well, this you know makes it legit that his son in that one timeline becoming the Green Arrow also makes sense, you know. Yeah. That's the only thing that I could think of. Okay. Um, I mean, I know he has a tremor. Do you think that little tremor is going to stop him from shooting arrows? Most definitely. 
damn. But because it's not just a tremor, it's like he actually has shrapnel in his arm still, right? Yeah, and because of the yeah, because so, of the tremor, he can't control it, and that's why he can't pull the trigger. And he's got a little bit of PTSD. Yep. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, obviously, she, he's going to be like uh, Oliver's going to have to see that you know he's going to have to come back and be the Green Arrow. They're going to be every other episode they'll be trading off or something. <laughs> I have Maybe. to go meet the FBI. Here you go, Diggle. Yeah. Save me. <laughs> Uh, and then Felicity and, and Curtis are going to start up their own business together. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. I mean, at least I know how Felicity's, you know, been making money. She's still living off of, uh, the stipend that um, Ray Palmer Tech gave her. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I guess that's going to be dried up here pretty soon. Yep. And Curtis, uh, poor dude. Or he didn't get anything out of the divorce. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's that that's a he thing. It. He doesn't deserve it. I mean, but that's a thing. So the uh, I guess the other biggest thing is that Laurel told uh, stole the prototype T spheres. What do you think they're gonna do with those? I don't know. That's a that's a good good question. Oh, I guess we can say uh, Black Siren is kind of our you know, villain for this half for now. Uh, yeah, but she's obviously working for somebody. I mean, yeah, maybe Richard Dragon. Well, who was it that threw her into the Lazarus pit? Oh shit. Um, wait, we didn't see it, did we? Did we? Yeah, we did, didn't we? I don't recall a face. Huh. I don't know. My bad. I can't I can't remember that far back now. <laughs> but yeah, she is she is working for somebody. Yeah. Oh, Felix Faust. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's what we we couldn't we like they just threw the name out there as if yeah. they, they'd been fighting him for a while and we had, you know, and I was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah, they did the whole, "Yeah, you should know this guy already." Yeah. You know, we don't know him. <laughs> uh, okay, so anything else you want to say about the episode? No, not really. Uh, Gifted was kind of an interesting episode. It, you know, uh, we got to see some more, some more mutants. Uh, I think that the coolest thing that I, the realization that I came to with that show this season or this episode was that the two, the brother and sister both have similar powers. They both have kind of telekinetic, uh, uh, based powers. The brother can move things, or he can cause tremors, or he can... Uh, he's basically very destructive. And the sister okay. can create uh, shields, basically, like uh, force fields. So okay. her her power is very protective. Now, if anybody who knows anything about Sue Storm, um, the invisible girl, or the invisible woman, uh, her force fields can do a lot more than just force field like i mean she can use those powers to do just about anything she became malice of a villain for a while uh but i did like how they kind of they, they kind of gave the brother and sister a, a yin yang kind of power one is destructive and the other one is defensive okay 
So do you think maybe one of them will eventually become a villain for the show? Ooh, I didn't think about that. Uh, I mean, they, they're kind of planting the seeds for that because at one point there's a, like a neighborhood militia that comes to the door of the brother of the mom because they found out that the mutants were inside and they're like, give them to us. You know, we're going to deal with them kind of thing when they had their guns and shit. And the, the boy just kind of like, fuck it. You know, I'm, if they think that I'm dangerous, I'm going to be dangerous. And he just blows the doors off and starts throwing people around and shit. So, uh, that actually sounds awesome. He could become a villain, uh, but it's, it's obviously just anger and, 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 uh, being hurt and stuff. So, okay. Uh, you know, they got, they made it so that uh, there's a character in the show that can give people false memories. And I can't figure out if she's supposed to be somebody from the comic books or not, but, uh, she was able to give blink some false memories of loving Thunderbird so that blink could use her powers to, she could focus and use her powers to save Thunderbird and, uh, and the family, by creating a portal. So that's okay. going to be something that's down the line where she's going to have to deal with the fact that she has false memories of, of being in love. Okay. Uh, in humans, in humans. <laughs> uh, Oh wait, before we, we talk about in humans, back to gifted Garrett Dillahunt is playing a character in gifted that, uh, I don't think he's part of the comic books, but I honestly think that he is Nathaniel Essex. Uh, Mr. Sinister. Oh, wow. And they haven't revealed that yet, but we'll see. We'll see if that happens. So, is he working for the same company that Essex works for? He he does. He is a subcontractor for uh, the Sentinel Services. So uh, I don't remember if they said the name of the company that he works for or that he runs. Okay. But he is a scientist. And he's, he's very heavily like interested in the brother and sister and their mutant powers. So... That's why it made me think of being... He might be Mr. Sinister. Okay. Uh, Inhumans. Um, I'm trying to think what happened in that last episode. Uh, and I can't really... I think basically the big thing was that Black Bolt and um, the guy he escaped prison with are, work, are being tested by the guy who helped them escape prison. And he he's working for Maximus, but he doesn't really know that he's working for Maximus. He and Maximus is trying to basically find a way because Maximus is like is Black Bolt's brother, but he didn't get powers when he went into the Terrigen Mist. Uh, he's the he's one of the Inhumans that didn't get powers. Like basically, the Inhumans that don't get powers are 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 worth less than the ones that get powers, and they're looked down upon. So. So oh, he's still okay. he's the brother of the king, but he's still looked down upon. So that's why he kind of did this whole cu- this whole coup, so that he was the king now, and uh, he he's trying to get this scientist doctor guy to figure out a way to give him powers. So he's, you think he will get powers? Uh, I don't know. I don't think Maximus ever got powers in the, in the comic book, but I, I I have no idea. I never read Inhumans because I always thought they were lame. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's that, uh, Karnak gets it on with, the with the, uh, human and a girl, yeah, a girl that he falls in love with. And then, uh, Crystal might be falling in love with this guy that hit 
Lockjaw with his Jeep. Uh, who knows? Who knows? It's all about love triangles, right? Yep. Because <laughs> that makes for good drama. So let's 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 go off, go ahead and finish off with uh, the season finale of uh, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. It was surprisingly good, man. I enjoyed it. Um, I I didn't I didn't enjoy the little Christmas scenes though. Like I thought that was just weird. Yeah, I didn't really get it either. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess that's the whole point of the show is to be different from The Walking Dead, but it's just. It was. I didn't understand what they were trying to come across there. Like there was the 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 people that were at the table was was very random. Now I did find it interesting in her in the first dream sequence she sees Luciana. Yeah. With a baby. So, I mean, when she left the ranch, she she didn't say she was pregnant, did she? No. So is that just a thing that like because. Madison is a woman. She's like, hey, I picked up on the fact that she was probably pregnant, and that's why she ran. And then there was going to be a baby somewhere down the line. You think so? I I could definitely see that's what they were planting that uh, that that seed that you know somewhere down the line there's going to be a, a Nick baby out there, and then she's going to have to break it to Luciana that Nick is dead. Which I have oh, to ask, shit. do you think Nick is dead? No, him and Daniel escaped. You think so, huh? So I thought yeah. it was I thought it was very interesting that uh, when they showed one body floating in the water, they didn't show the face, but they, he was def- the body was definitely wearing the same clothes that Nick was wearing. However, they already set, established earlier on that Nick was wearing uh, workers' clothes, so it could just have been any one of the workers. Yeah, um, I thought he was wearing uh, one of those jackets from the biking uh, biker game. No, he was wearing a, a a jacket of one of the dam workers. Oh, okay. And well, I mean, we'll never we won't have resolution anytime soon because that body just kept on floating. Yeah, exactly. And it looks like Madison's the only one that we saw at the end of this. So we don't know who's alive and who's dead. Right. Uh, uh, any guesses on who do you think survived? I mean, are they going to pull a flash and everybody survived? <laughs> or I'm sorry, <laughs> an flash arrow. Yeah, an arrow and everybody survived. God, I hope not. Uh, but I, mean, I honestly think that Nick and Daniel are alive. I don't see how they could have got away, though. He, I mean, he hobbled. <laughs> He's like, come on, let's go this way and pull them away. Do you think Proctor survived? No, I don't think he did. Even Which kind of sucks because he is actually a really good villain. I was thought that was, I thought that was interesting that, um, one, Walker came back. And not only did he come back, he came back with his buddy who shoots well, Wait, where was that guy? That, that guy must've been at the arena. Um, no, that guy left, uh, to the dam with him. Oh, he did. Yeah. Cause, um, when he oh, tells he... Madison, you know, they can't stay there at the dam. Oh, okay. He was there with them. So, uh, yeah. And he's obviously a really good shot, but why not shoot Proctor? The guy who's obviously in charge. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Dan Daniel shot him off screen and Proctor John is dead. Maybe. Um, yeah, I guess that's a. Did you? I kind of got a a lot of the whole uh, claimers uh, gang again with this whole John Proctor or Proctor gang. Yeah, I got the same feel too. Yeah. 
so from it. I'm I'm kind of glad they didn't retread that up, but it's going to be interesting if that's like a, a foe that Madison has to deal with next season. Yeah. Um, never let Nick negotiate anything. <laughs> I mean, I was not expecting him to be the, Hey, I'm going to sacrifice myself character at the end there. Like, especially since he was at the beginning of the episode starts with him, like collecting more fucking adrenaline glands. Yeah. But he was selling them though. Well, he was selling them to the guy so that he can get more fucking drugs. <laughs> so he was making a living getting what he wanted. I guess. Um, but I, I think the the reason behind the whole him sacrificing himself is he just didn't want to be with Madison anymore. I mean, he even says that, you know, everything, um, you know, everybody dies. Everybody surrounded by you just dies. You, you know, you say you're doing it for the greater good of everybody else, but secretly you're doing it for yourself and you're selfish. So I... I read. I, I didn't read the articles, but I saw a, a couple of headlines uh, after the episode aired, where like the they were talking about. Where, did we see the rise of? Are we seeing the rise of a villain? Is Madison gonna be like uh, a governor or a Negan or something like that? I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean that that would be that would definitely be a different role, right? I mean, that would be a different show than what The Walking Dead is. It would be like. How I mean that would be showing the governor coming to power or uh, a Negan coming to power kind of thing, right? Yeah, it would show us, you know, what. Yeah, exactly. You're right. It would show us that. It shows um, that that they had good intentions at first, but the power eventually corrupts them. Exactly, because we haven't seen anything like that on the you know on the regular yeah. Walking Dead. Yeah. Their uh, character change or development in that way. She. Did you catch? Did you at the end of the episode when she gets up out of the water and the girl says "Hola" and she's like "Hi"? Did you catch that she was smiling there? Yeah, I did. Now that's weird, right? Because her whole family is gone. She has no idea where they are. She doesn't know where Alicia is. She doesn't know where uh, Nick. If Nick survived, uh, Strand is obviously not around. Travis died earlier. Um, should she really be smiling? Maybe she's just happy and thankful that she made it out. Uh, I, I guess that's true. You should be just be happy that she's alive. But that was—I thought that was weird. Now, I hope we get to see more of Walker. I hope we get to see more of uh, Walker's guy. I hope we get to see more of the the girl that um, Alicia met up with. I don't think so, though. She, you know, she got, she lost her foot. She lost. Did he, did he cut off her foot? I thought he repaired it. I thought they cut it off. Oh, well, damn. We'll, we'll find out. I think I could be wrong. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, uh, but like I'm just saying, those characters are come and gone already. So that's that's kind of interesting. But then again, I also said last, last episode that I would love to see the show just be like a this person walking from this from spot to spot, meeting new people every episode kind of thing. Yeah, that would definitely make for good TV. Um, I just don't know how Daniel. Okay, so if Daniel and Nick survive, I don't know how that's going to play out, though. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, it's. It, I find it funny that these people constantly seem to be able to find each other, even though they split up so often. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, in, maybe, in who a knows? World. Maybe we'll never see Madison again. Oh, maybe. Wow, that's <laughs> that's a switch. 
who knows? Uh, this show could go different ways. It could definitely go a different way. Or if we do Mad- see Mattis, maybe she just doesn't reunite with the group. Uh, that's a possibility as well. Other than that, I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought Proctor John was really, really creepy. And like I said, I think he was actually a really good villain. And oh, Jesus just had surgery on his spine to cut out a tumor. and He's up and walking around. Bullshit. That's, <laughs> all, I, not the tumor. that's all I have to say about that. And, I know, especially with no drugs, and you know the tumor was, I guess, that big that it was you could easily see it. And you didn't have to do much. Yeah, it was big enough to be pressing on his spine to the point where he couldn't walk anymore. Yeah, it's it that would take some recovery time. But no, he's like, no, just let's go to the dam. Let's go. Definitely uh, would need some rehab after <laughs> you know getting his back patched up. Nope, he he's ready to go. He's ready to fight. Yep. Uh, Cool. Anything else you wanted to say about the Fear of the Walking Dead finale? No. Like, that's it. Good job, Proctor John. There you go. Uh, Walking Dead starts. We're going to talk next week. We'll talk about All Out War beginning and uh, what that means for the Hilltop and Kingdom and Alexandria as they go up against the Saviors. I can't wait. So Just because it's All Out War. <laughs> that's what I said, right? Yes. Okay. I, I keep wanting to say like uh, war, of, war of Wars or something like that. I don't know. I, I keep having to remind myself it's all out war. Um, Probably because that's a, a game. War of Wars? I think so, yeah. Or World of Wars. Oh. Not World of Warcraft, but it's a mobile game. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, if anybody would love to talk to us about one of these shows and uh, anything that we missed or something you you want to discuss, we'd love to hear from you. I'm on Twitter as at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Daniel has a new Twitter handle as super commie Daniel because he loves the he loves Russia so much. Totally no super commie. That's just super god. That's from Dragon Ball. So, so. commie, you wouldn't understand. Commie spelled yeah, K A. M I. Yes. Okay. Uh, Super Commie Daniel and the rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram, Facebook.com backslash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page, and Geek Elite Radio.com uh, is our website. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next time, this is Televised Relics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying always remember to geek out. Geek out. <laughs>